Hi, I'm Shona and this is my podcast. I'm a mum, a pre and postnatal trainer, CrossFit coach, yoga teacher, and I don't take myself or life too seriously. Enjoy my podcast. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Shona Strong podcast. How are you? Are you good? I hope you are. I am also great. It's Monday and I'm feeling quite happy and excited about the week ahead. Anyway, today's episode of the podcast, we're going to talk all about body image and pregnancy. And if you don't mind indulging me a little, I'm going to talk a bit about my own experience of body image during my own pregnancy. And we can just like, you know, hash out some ideas. I can give you some tips about what I've learned about myself and body image. And hopefully this podcast will help you. I personally think it would be quite unusual for someone not to have struggles at some point at least during their pregnancy with body image and I feel like this is probably exacerbated slightly if you're someone who is quite into fitness and possibly someone who struggles with getting their head around their body not looking the way that they want it to look or struggle with weight gain, this podcast is for you. So in regards to my own struggles, challenges with body image and pregnancy, I feel like it's important to provide a little bit of context. So obviously I'm a personal trainer. I have worked within the fitness industry for quite a long time and I got pregnant at kind of the end of lockdown or was it the end of lockdown it was the end of 2020 and I had gone into lockdown with this sort of adapt or overcome mentality with regards to my business I was working as a PT in pure gym and then lockdown happened and I just went into absolute overdrive in order to survive because Paul and I were both self-employed. Paul ran a gym and he was a mortgage advisor as well and I was a PT working in a gym. Didn't have any online clients whatsoever. So we both went into absolute overdrive mode in order to survive and I'm really proud of us because in order to do that we both totally adapted. We created these really great businesses during lockdown. I started an online yoga studio, I had lots of online clients and now I'm fully online which is pretty awesome. On top of all that I wanted to keep myself super busy so I was doing home workouts every day, I wanted to make sure I was taking part in the unit 4 zoom classes, I was doing additional programming from my friend Chris on gymnastics so that was like three sessions a week and of course I was teaching yoga four times a week and I decided just like everyone else to start running as well so probably most days I was doing two sessions a day and I was probably training six or seven days a week so I was like an absolute all or nothing but without the nothing just throwing myself all my energy into making my business succeed and making my you know training really really hard 
So then we were meant to get married in sort of summer, uh, August 2020, and that got cancelled. And so we decided, let's have a baby. That was always going to be the plan. That was always going to be the plan. But we thought, let's bring that forward a little bit. And then it took us a little while to get pregnant, probably on the whole scale of things, not that long, but longer than I A, expected and B, kind of was mentally prepared for. I was the sort of person who had just thrown herself all her energy into making a business happen and making a business really succeed and also anything really that I put my mind to in terms of oh that sounds really bad when I put a lot of effort into training I do generally see the results and the same with diet and same with business I was seeing that sort of like direct effort equals direct outcome but then you're probably listening to this and thinking oh Shona that does not apply when you get pregnant and I sort of turned that into like ultimate self-criticism and beating myself up why are you not able to get pregnant blah 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 my body does this my body cannot do this why is that not happening and maybe you recognize a little bit of yourself in this um and that was kind of the start of my therapy journey start of like working on myself start of journaling and then when I finally did get pregnant obviously I was absolutely elated And obviously I've just mentioned that I had started this sort of introspective therapy journey, working on healing myself and my relationship with my body. But there were still wounds there. There was still some pain and hurt there. And then when I was really, really unwell at the start of my pregnancy in the first trimester, I was really nauseous. I was being sick all throughout the day. I was just really (laughs) unhappy with how unwell I was and then it's funny I have a really really good friend who made just like such an offhand comment to another good friend about how they hadn't had morning sickness and how they were just made for pregnancy their body was made for pregnancy and I was sat there feeling really sick pregnant and I just took that in and internalized that and told myself that my body clearly wasn't made for pregnancy because already I was in a place where like it taken me a while to get pregnant or I thought it was a while to get pregnant and then was feeling really unwell so then I thought maybe my body isn't quite as great as I thought it was So this is where the sort of like negative body image started. I was really unwell. It took me a while to get pregnant. I thought that I was essentially doing pregnancy wrong. And then what happens in the first trimester? You start to gain weight. Your body is absolutely designed to gain weight. That's what is meant to happen. But at the same time, you don't really have a bump. So you just kind of feel a bit bigger. And a bit 
bloated and a bit uncomfortable and then you're obviously you're being sick but at the same time you can't make that announcement yet you can't really explain to people why all of these things are going on you feel like you kind of have to keep it to yourself and there's just so many emotions going on so much hormones and it's kind of a really difficult time to navigate so then I kept working on myself kept journaling and I got to the second trimester and as soon as that bump started to come started to appear I did start to feel a lot better in myself I think it also coincided with the time where I stopped being sick which was about 18 weeks in oh god it just lasted far too long I think I remember the morning that I woke up and I didn't feel sick I was like finally and I think that was also people talk about that rush of energy that you get in the second trimester and I don't really think it was a rush of energy I think I just started to feel a bit more human and I had a bump and so I started to feel a bit more uh myself anyway so then I got into the third trimester and looking back at pictures of myself and also looking at myself at the time in the mirror I felt like I gained a lot of weight in my face. <laughs> I was pregnant in the face as well as in the bump. I I had a really round bump that kind of came out directly straight out from my body rather than like out of the sides. It felt really big. Um, and of course, like I gained weight in my legs and arms and I was trying really, really hard not to let that bother me like some days I would wake up and feel like an absolute goddess and then other days I would just wake up and feel a little bit sad that I didn't look more like certain other pregnant people like I've got a sister who during both pregnancies didn't really seem to gain much weight she still had slim arms and slim legs and it was really hard to not compare myself to her and that might be really interesting for you to hear because I think that I sometimes give out an uh, image that I am someone who's totally rock solid in her sense of self, her self-esteem, her body image but I think this kind of just goes to show that even someone who is normally like that because I generally do think that, you know, sitting here right now, 18 months postpartum, generally I have a really good body image. But I think even people like that can experience this during pregnancy. And I kind of think that one of the main reasons why this happens is that we are, we are sort of conditioned to see weight gain as a bad thing. And weight loss as a great thing. Just think about the amount of times that you've seen someone smaller than they were before and possibly congratulated or said, oh, you look great. When you don't actually know the reason why they have lost weight, it could be that they are really going through a hard time and they're struggling to eat or they could be unwell. But we do celebrate weight loss and we see weight gain as a bad thing. It's ingrained in us. So as I mentioned, when you're pregnant, your body is designed to hold on to fat. 
that is what is going to happen and weight gain is absolutely inevitable and we're also sold this image of the ideal pregnant body and as I mentioned that ideal pregnant body is slim arms slim legs so just like you know a non-pregnant person but with a nice neat little bump not a bump that's too big now and another thing that is complimented pregnant women on is not looking pregnant from behind or not looking pregnant anywhere else apart from the bump so we are sold this ideal pregnant body type and then as soon as you get pregnant you are hyper focused and hypercritical of your own body in comparison to this ideal pregnant body and then on top of that as soon as you become pregnant or as soon as you become visibly pregnant for some reason your body just becomes absolute fair game for anyone to comment on and that's anyone so whether that's family members or friends or just people that you don't know strangers in the street on public transport in shops just feel absolutely at ease to comment on your body and even if it is a positive comment if people think that they're complimenting you that can still feed into the narrative that you are doing pregnancy right or that your body is adhering to this standard ideal pregnant body and when you have days where your body image isn't that great then you're comparing yourself to this comment or you're trying to hold yourself to the standard of the compliment that you've had previously. The thing with body image is that it is constantly in flux. Like generally someone can have a poor body image and someone can have a good body image but even people who have poor body image can have days where they feel a bit better about themselves and equally people with good body image can have days where they don't feel so great. So with that in mind and the fact that we know that it's constantly in flux and that it's not set in stone how we feel about ourselves. If we look at the definition of what body image is, it's how we think about ourselves and our body, how we think about ourselves. With our thoughts, it is really important to know that first of all, you are not your thoughts. And second of all, your thoughts aren't necessarily always the truth. We can lie to ourselves, but we are the listener to those thoughts. And we can choose whether we listen to them or not. Now, that in itself takes a huge amount of practice. And just like any sort of implementation of a habit or working on yourself, it definitely takes time and practice. So you can take a pause whenever you sort of go into that self-criticism talk, that negative self-talk. You can just take a moment and be like, okay, this thought isn't true. And I can decide whether I listen to it or not. Just like any other bad advice that you get during pregnancy, which you will get tons of, and parenting advice, oh my god, get that all the time, you can just decide, okay, that's really nice of you to say that, but thank you so much, I'm not going to take that on, cool, whatever, move on. 
I promise that if you really work on that, that will pay off long term. Also, something that we should probably chat about too is body checking. So looking at yourself, being hypercritical and, you know, hypervigilant to any changes that happen in your body. If you are someone who does a lot of body checking, so like looking in the mirror all the time, looking like at your stomach, if it gets bigger after a meal, then it might be a good idea to avoid doing that as much. Um, however, it, it sort of depends on the person because some people can actually really benefit from looking at their body more. So some people decide, oh, I'm just going to avoid mirrors. I'm just going to not look at myself at all. But actually confronting that and taking some time to look at your body and look at the bits that you do like, like your bump, because you will love your bump because that's got your baby in it. Um, And you will definitely have a glow as well. Let's just face it. Everyone has a pregnancy glow. Even if you don't feel it, you can just see a little twinkle in in someone's eye and your hair will look amazing and your skin will look amazing yeah you'll just have that glow so focus on those bits so yeah it depends on where you're at but sometimes actually looking at yourself in the mirror can actually really help and I have never ever ever heard of someone who didn't or did regret getting a pregnancy photo shoot never I've actually only heard people say that they regret not getting one or regret getting <laughs> some people are like I just don't have any pictures of myself pregnant because you know some partners are just rubbish at taking pictures of you I would really encourage you to document yourself during pregnancy it's really nice to see your bump grow it's a it's just lovely to to sort of see that as you go through pregnancy and also definitely get someone else to take a picture of you because you don't just want selfies I have just too many selfies of myself during pregnancy and one kind of dodgy pregnancy photo shoot. Next time, I want the white flowing gown, the flowers in my hair, just, you know, all that stuff. Anyway, let's move on. Another thing that can sort of negatively impact your self-image, your body image, is feeling a huge pressure to love yourself. Like, I think this is kind of a bit of a narrative that you might see on social media particularly around pregnancy is that you must absolutely adore and love your pregnant body and if you don't then you're ungrateful and that was kind of like something that I was struggling with particularly in the first trimester especially because I'd kind of gone through that spell of beating myself up for not getting pregnant and then suddenly I wasn't really feeling that comfortable about the changes that were happening. I felt totally out of control. And I'm not going to lie, there was times when I was like, oh, I just I just don't want this anymore. I don't want to feel this. And that's all you can kind of focus on instead of, yes, I absolutely want my baby. Because I did, but I just didn't. I, that, that whole sort of contradiction in my head was something that was also really hard to get my head around. So feeling like the massive pressure to love yourself can also be just unneeded pressure. 
you don't have to love yourself when you're pregnant. That's not true. You don't have to love yourself. But you do have to accept yourself because, you know, (laughs) you can't accept anyone else. That is your body. And I would say that you absolutely also have to appreciate your body because it is, oh, this sounds so cliche, but it is doing something absolutely incredible for you. It is making life. It is looking after and protecting and nourishing and growing your baby. That is just unreal and only your body can do that. So you absolutely do have to appreciate it. And a way that you can appreciate it is by journaling. I hear a collective groan. (laughs) And I'm not going to lie, I was exactly the same person. I'm a yoga teacher and I really struggled with gratitude and I also really struggled with journaling. I also have an English degree. (laughs) So again, just like practicing not giving too much power to your thoughts, journaling is a skill that gets better with practice and with time. I really struggled with daily gratitude at first. It felt really inauthentic. It felt forced. I felt like I was like, I am grateful for my coffee. I am grateful for my house. I am grateful for my dogs. And yeah, there was quite a bit of that at the start. But then actually, I started to feel it. And I didn't just feel it when I was journaling. I felt it in the moment. So for example, I would be Oh, I felt I felt it really strongly the other day. I was cycling and it was absolutely miserable outside, like cold, dark, wet. And I just for that moment felt so grateful for my body to allow me to cycle around the city. That that is so lucky and that is such a privilege that my body allows me to do that because there's some people that don't have a body that allows them to cycle around. Some people don't have the the time to do that. Some people don't have, you know, a bike. <laughs> and I really felt such a rush of gratitude. And I think had I not practiced gratitude and journaling, then I might not be the sort of person that can do that. I might be the sort of person who just focuses on the bad weather. Journaling and gratitude has also given me the skill of being able to reframe, of being able to see something that is maybe quite challenging, maybe quite difficult, and being able to find the positive and find the benefit. So for example, with pregnancy, I think that pregnancy is such a huge gift and lesson in how to let go of all these sort of negative body image issues that you might have, it is such an important time. Like you've you've got physical growth, but you've also having a time of mental growth. I was someone who enjoyed having relative autonomy and control over what my body does and what my body looks like. I mean, I'm a personal trainer. I've worked with hundreds and thousands of people who 
want to achieve results with their body, aesthetic results. And I would also include myself as someone who, if I wanted to change my body, lose fat, build muscle, I would, you know, follow a process and eventually I would get the result. And the same with like quite a lot of things that happen in my life. If I want an outcome, I will put in hard work and dedication, discipline, consistency, and the results will come. And I really have enjoyed that control. But then pregnancy comes along and you don't have that control for whatever reason. So for me, it was that I was really unwell and I could only eat things that were probably not that great for me especially for the first 16 weeks, I still have kind of flashbacks and I get like a wave of sickness whenever I think about Marks and Spencer's party food (laughs) because that was the only thing that I could eat. And for that reason, it felt really frustrating that I, I felt like I was gaining more weight than I really wanted to. And then of course, sometimes you just don't have the energy to be able to exercise the way you want to, or maybe you're just having a huge big rush of hormones and you feel really emotional and you just don't have any motivation to do anything. So I think that learning to let go of all that, learning to let go of being a perfectionist, of being an all or nothing type person, of having a certain type of body, and also of putting so much emphasis and importance on how your body looks. Learning that what your body looks like is probably the least interesting part about you. (laughs) And that all the amazing things that you bring to the world, all the things that your friends and family and everyone around you loves about you, is nothing to do with what your body looks like. So I really think that pregnancy is such a gift because you can learn all of that and more. As someone who has gone through the process of pregnancy and giving birth and now has an 18-month-old little boy, oh my God, I can't believe that. He is almost 18 months and it has been the fastest 18 months of my life. Anyway, I can tell you with confidence that this is a really short season of your life and although it feels like oh god this is forever and my body will never be the same yes that might be the trick that might be the case there'll be parts of your body that will change forever my boobs will never look the same (laughs) and I also have one stretch mark on my belly button I was really lucky I didn't get any more than that but anyway You might have a lot more stretch marks, you might have saggy boobs, you might have loose skin, but I guarantee that if you do this work during your pregnancy, you will come out the other side of it with a better body image and liking your body more than you did previously. I am so proud of my body and I don't know, like, sometimes I look at pictures of myself when I was younger before I had a baby and I'm like wow Shona you were hot AF but sometimes I look in the mirror now and I think yeah Shona I think you might look a bit better and I don't know if that really is the case I don't know but I feel better and that is more important because I'm so proud of what my body's done I'm so proud of myself for all the hard work that I put in during my pregnancy mentally 
I'm not just talking about physically, of course I did lots of exercise as well, but I put in a lot of work mentally to put myself in this position now. So I highly, highly recommend it. I also thought I would be someone who would want to start working on body composition goals, you know, losing a bit of fat, building muscle again, really quickly after having my baby. Like I remember thinking when I was pregnant, especially at the end, oh, I just can't wait to get back in the gym again. Oh, I just can't wait to be able to eat what I want. But then he came and of course your whole headspace is taken up with looking after a tiny newborn. But then even once I felt like I had my relative uh, self together, I was going to say a bad word, you know, I had my poop together, I felt like I didn't actually really care that much. I spent the first six months after he was born just really enjoying my time with him and of course time with my new mum friends and quite often time with my new mum friends involved going out for coffee and cake and wine and just having a lovely time and not really thinking about dieting again. And then I got to six months and I was like, oh, I've got a holiday coming up. I want to spend the next eight, next eight weeks losing a bit of fat from a holiday. And sure enough, I did. And I went on a holiday and I felt great about myself. So it really wasn't quite as big a deal as I thought it was going to be. It was also much more gradual and there wasn't any rush. There wasn't any pressure. It was actually a really nice process. I think because I'd given myself that six months of just chilling and actually my body slowly changed as in I lost a bit of fat, but not really that much. But I think just breastfeeding and getting back into exercise gradually, I started to change. But I actually really enjoyed the eight weeks because I had spent a long, it had been a long time coming and I enjoyed that eight weeks of discipline. It felt like a kind of reset and I was uh, also really excited about my holiday. So the whole process was just really pleasant. And I don't necessarily think that that's something I have experienced before pregnancy. I have obviously done lots of rounds of dieting. I've, I mean, I've done lots and lots <laughs> and I've never really enjoyed it. I've really much more preferred maintenance or maintenance calories. I've preferred like slower fat loss, like really slow. Whereas this was more of a kind of stricter calorie deficit for eight weeks and for the first time I really enjoyed it because I realized that it was a hundred percent a choice I was choosing to do this rather than feeling that I needed to do it to look a certain way yeah I wanted to do it because I wanted to look a certain way but it also it wasn't like an extrinsic I can't say that word like an outward pressure it was I want to go on holiday and feel really good about myself and look like an absolute hot babe and so I'm choosing to do this and again I put that down to the transformative effect of pregnancy and working on your mindset during that time. So I've talked a lot about gratitude and journaling so I've got some journal prompts for you that you might enjoy during pregnancy. And those are, 
What's one way I can celebrate my body today? How can I show my body respect today? And finally, this is a really good one. Write a letter of thanks to your body. Thanks for all it's done, bringing you to this point, bringing you to the point of conception, of being able to conceive, of being able to grow your baby, of being able to be active during pregnancy. Write a letter of thanks to your body. That one is a game changer. I hope this podcast has helped you a lot and maybe just spoken to you and maybe you've identified sort of similarities between you and me and if you need any more help with your body image and just how you feel about yourself during pregnancy then definitely being active exercise during pregnancy is an absolute game changer for that too because we know that being active during pregnancy has a direct impact on your self-esteem, your mental health and body image during pregnancy. So I have my program Shona Strong Bumps. It is wonderful if I do say so myself. I've got some amazing ladies on there just now and it's just a gorgeous community and I am very very proud of it. So if you want any more information on that, then go to my website, shonastrong.com. Right at the top, there's information about Shona Strong Bumps. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and be kind to yourself. Sending you lots and lots of love. Bye. Thank you.